0: Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on CookieCast, well, we've got a special episode for you. It's the third in a three-part series of our special episodes with the Straight to the Apex guys. We've had Tony, we've had James, now it's time for Mark. That's right. The third host of the fantastic Straight to the Apex podcast joined me on a Darkest Timeline special episode. So yeah, there's questions galore, I ask Mark a lot of questions and he delivers some answers, so check that out. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment, leave a review where you can leave a review... And like I say, the big one there is uh, share the podcast around. It's the really is the best thing you can do for the podcast. Right, let's get started. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline Special with Matt Wilkin. Recording in progress Allegedly, recording is in progress Now, until I see that blue line I get that bit of apprehension Now, if you're listening along Then you probably didn't read the title too well um, To know that you should absolutely be watching Two Beautiful Faces on on, on the YouTube uh, This is the third of three parts of the uh i don't know i don't know what i ended up going with the getting to know you straight to A- straight to the apex podcast special part 3 with the brains of the straight to the apex podcast thank you mark wilkin how are you sir
1: excellent thank you and how is yourself
0: oh just absolutely delightful it's the best time of year there's no stress, no stress at all. And uh yeah, everything's going fine, everything's going swimmingly. Cannot complain about anything at all.
1: December, like you say, it's easy, there's not there's not much happening this I month. I don't really. know
0: what all the fuss is about.
1: Exactly.
0: Honestly, it's stress-free. I don't spend twenty four days like this. <laughs> Um, anyway, so this is it. This is this is the one. This is the one we've been waiting for. The people have asked, and we answered. Um, for you, for you, Mike, it, it, was, it was Tony's first dance with a podcast To my knowledge, anyway, it was Tony's first dance outside of a straight to the apex podcast. Um, yes, it was. James yeah. has guested for us on uh, the Laces Out podcast um but you're an old hand at the uh, at the stepping out on the straight of the apex podcast we've had you guest on um laces out previously and uh, the still secret episode of uh, the the bs cast as it ended up for for, for the smaller ears amongst us for the for the bs cast um yeah which I often think about. You know, when I go in to code a podcast and it sits there looking at me going, today? I'm like, I, in a minute, I've just got to do this. Okay, then. So I've promised myself when, you know, when it's like like the Formula One's finished and the NFL will get sort of mm. lesser, I'm like, I'll need a little little filler at some point. So, uh, so there.
1: It does seem a long time ago, that one. Obviously, that was... My first foray into podcasting, and I, feel, I can't remember how long ago it was.
0: I feel that was a little bit like your interview. I was thinking about this today. It was like <laughs> it was like an informal interview to see if you had the you had the chops. And clearly, two seasons into your own podcast, you uh, you passed with flying colors. I, I I hate to think what the what the two digits at the end of the date stamp would be. Uh, and I absolutely could find out right now because I think there's a copy on this uh, on this laptop, but I don't know if that's the right way to go.
1: No, let, let's leave. Let's leave the mystery.
0: It's going to happen one day. It's going to appear, and we're going to look at it and go, "Wow, look how young we all look there!" Because it'll be like ten years. Uh, like, look, I, I had I had both eyes and all my teeth then. So, as we know third one and there's you know a format's been formed questions were asked I like to go with the same but different so basically the way we start little icebreaker I felt in hindsight I felt bad about James's icebreaker because he was like I asked him a question and he answered it and I went you're wrong and let me tell you why (laughs) (laughs) And then then later I was like, that wasn't the way to deal with that. So, Mark, your icebreaker is this. Mm -hmm. Which is the best
1: chocolate bar? Oh, I mean, as icebreakers go, that is a good one. I would have to say Galaxy Caramel. We yeah. probably are going to tell I say that's wrong. Yeah,
0: you're wrong, and let me tell you, what. <laughs> Gal- Galaxy Caramel is um, it's a, bit of, it's a bit of a mute subject on the podcast. Where uh, two members of a particular podcast nearly came to blows of, of uh, over the the chocolate debate. Um, I can't say which two. I definitely wasn't involved. Um and galaxy caramel was the was the was the thing the straw that broke the thing that broke the debate because really? both wow. sides both sides had to agree no matter what their opinions were that galaxy caramel was a viable option so i will take your answer and i will accept it for what it is thank you so getting into the uh, more standard questions um Cast your mind back. When did you? When can you say was the point in time where you were like, "I am an F
1: one fan"? So me and F one have probably had a very complicated relationship. Um, I remember being at home and my dad watching it, and me basically saying to him, "What are you watching this pile of crap for? Like, it's boring." What 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 do you get up on a Sunday morning and watch this shit for? And I just remember kind of probably early teens, and then I then got um, interested in cars, and I was like, huh, oh, Formula One, best cars there probably is. Race cars wise, and I started watching it with him, and it kind of grew from there. I think when I moved out and had my own home, I didn't watch it for a few years, just because. I was poor and I'd bought a new home and I had other things to do. Um, but, yeah, it didn't take long before, you know, the, the Sky was uh, installed and started watching it again. And So, yeah, probably teens, missing a three or four years and then back to it, so quite a while now.
0: Uh, I've, I've sort of peppered my various different sort of opinions into... The, the series that we've been doing with uh, with the Straight to the Apex guys, um, I've told a variety of different stories about how my life links to Formula One throughout. Um, mm. The the last one being about um, yeah lying in a hospital bed while everybody was watching F one, not wanting to miss the end of the race. Mm. You know, whilst I was dying. But you know, I mean that's
1: commitment. That's commitment, right there
0: yeah so this is the one we want to know this is the one we need to answer the debate or get the third part of the picture installed so that we can make our own informed opinions okay how long have you known james and tony where were you, what was the situation and why do all three of you have a different story
1: you see the thing is we've discussed this amongst ourselves and I mean I honestly, I remember it definitely was our partners worked together That
0: that okay. is saying
1: stone
0: okay. we timeline, that. we're here we're all, yeah. all on the same timeline
1: yeah, when it was not a clue yeah <laughs> I don't know. I, I, on it, I don't know, and where it was again, I thought it was at a Christmas meal at a, a very expensive st- establishment in London. And then when Tony said about the church thing, I confirmed that with my wife, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's right, I'm still not sure. I'm, I'm, I am i do not know which versions came first. Let's put it that: way. chicken or the egg? Which one was it? Who
0: knows? I think we have to we have to take from the fact that there are three almost completely different stories at this point in time. Let's put it this way, the alcohol has to have been flowing. Nobody knows yeah. where they were, nobody knows when it was.
1: No. Not you a can, clue.
0: You can uh, just about uh, agree on the on the why. Yes. So that is because that will have been cemented at the early point in the evening for everybody before glug 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 so but, let's just go with that the the beer was yeah. flowing the wine was flowing and the memories were flowing away well,
1: Yeah, I mean it's very interesting to hear that James didn't want to go because he's very like me in that aspect I did not want to go I hate meeting new people I was like I'm not going I don't want to go I don't want to speak to your work colleagues partners sod off and she was like no no there's some a bit your age now because previously they were all quite a bit older than me and i was like oh got nothing in common with them and then james is well a very similar age to me and we both went to school together which is but we didn't know each other at school but was at the same school, high school um tony is about 10 years younger and i was just like oh okay then i'll go and yeah it was me and james that got talking and then Somehow Tony appeared, I mean, Tony being Tony, like I say, he was late, and he appeared from somewhere.
0: He was eating when he arrived.
1: Probably, probably arguing with Beth at the time as well, so I mean, you know, nothing's changed.
0: Uh, I'd, I'd relayed a story about going to a very similar sort of situation, um... It was yeah. It was it was one of those. Uh, but this this time of year always reminds me um, of myself and my good lady going to a, a Christmas do. So you know there's there's that. Um, and we walked in and it was just tables and chairs round a dance floor, a DJ booth and a bar. And I went, "What have you brought me to?" And she's like. I don't know. Whatever it is, I'm sorry. I was like, to the bar, and I was like, there is is only one way, one way only. We're getting through this. Line them up, (laughs) and we were doing. Do you remember back in the day of um, aftershock?
1: Yeah. Doing traffic lights,
0: the red, the green, and the and the yellow after. Yeah. Uh, We were just doing traffic lights with a pint at one end. And a whiskey at the other end of the traffic lights in the middle and just literally go, 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 go. And yeah, it was a great night, from what I remember.
1: Well well, I I seem to remember the, the previous Christmas dues with this same workplace before James and Tony was, was there was um Katie's boss was very into like getting everyone to mix, so like I went with Katie and I fully expected to sit next to her all night. He was like, No 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 we're going to have boy, girl, boy, girl, and move people around the table. I was like, no. this is my worst nightmare. No. no, 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 no.
0: And let's put it this way, they didn't ask you the greatest icebreaker you've ever been asked, which is which is the best chocolate bar. So Exactly,
1: exactly. But yeah, that, so there was quite a lot of them, um, I really don't want to go, I've been suffered through this enough. But out of it, you know, I met James, and and then I suppose Tony as well.
0: So, we've gone through uh, Formula One stuff and how long you've been into the Formula One. Um, As the Laces Out crowd will know, you're also an NFL fan. Not only an NFL fan, you know, some of us who are NFL fans can say, I've seen it live because I went to Wembley. But for you, you can say, I saw it live in its native homeland. So, how far back does being an NFL fan go?
1: Uh, so NFL I would say Oh god I have probably Over 10 years now It was One of my Former employees They got I've got to blame them For quite a lot of things Running NFL um, General fitness Because when I started there I didn't want to do anything Apart and play football um, But yeah I, I remember A lad saying to me Because I also like our version of football, soccer for the American. Um, I also like Rugby League, like James. And I remember one of the lads saying, if you like Rugby League, why don't you watch NFL? I was like, never really took an interest in it. But you like America, you go to America every year, like, just watch it, watch Red Zone, just watch Red Zone. I remember watching it thinking, why have I never seen this before? And I was instantly hooked. And as the years have progressed, it's probably my number. I shouldn't say this being the host of a Formula One podcast. Um, it's probably my number one sport
0: now. When Mostly I was followed
1: by Formula One.
0: When I was when I was at school, I was absolutely mad on basketball.
1: Right.
0: Um, and I've I've alluded to in the past that um, for me the the NBA got to a point where it was just unwatchable because there was too mm-hmm. many rumours around the officiating which if you've watched the, yeah. the Laces Out uh, podcast there have been mentions about how the NFL starting to feel a little bit NBA-ish um, mm. and certainly this year, if not last year there's been some particularly dubious calls which have caused like teams to go out of playoffs and stuff like that yeah.
1: Um
0: and, and I had, you know, I've, I've spoken before about like the, uh, the NFL, um, how I started watching the NFL in the 80s. That's how far wow. back like, that goes. When it was like on a stupid o'clock at night on like <laughs> Channel 4 or BBC 2 or whichever one it was. And like, you know, when you were really little, but you got to stay up late
1: yeah. and you didn't yeah. care
0: what was happening. You were just like, I'm up. I shouldn't be. Keep stum. See how long we can ride this one. <laughs> and it was literally like nobody's sending me to bed. I guess I'll watch. What? What are you lot watching on the TV? What? What is this? Because I was, I was football, soccer, round ball. I yeah. was Football. Yeah. Mad, like crazy mad. Um, and I'm like, it's played on the same surface but what is going on and then as the years went on my bedroom sort of morphed into like what was at one point just complete football it started to be like these framed posters of like the Raiders the Dolphins the Cowboys or like the you know the Broncos all the classic sort of teams like Mm -hmm. players in certain poses and stuff I remember that bedroom in the 80s being like look at all my nfl stuff and then like you know like you say you know with certain sports you get out of those sports whatever reason um, yeah. and then i remember years later sitting with my hat and my scarf watching the super bowl on my own in the dark like yay you know I'm doing it. I'm the only person in the entire UK who is sat right now watching the Super Bowl. Cool. And then like going to work is like, what? what's wrong with you? It's like, I was up watching the Super Bowl. And then people being like, oh, how did it go? I was meant to check it out. I was like, you you like American football? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got a fantasy team. Sorry, What? And then realizing that half of the office of people I worked with were all into the N.F.L., I was like, "Right, okay, it's 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 officially a thing." That's. Cool.
1: I was gonna, I was gonna say like back when you started watching it, then was it a bit like not taboo, but almost like you just didn't talk about it, like some you shouldn't be watching because. So in you, you, do, you didn't see the gear, did you at all? Like it's not accessible as it is now.
0: No, in in the eighties, it was like. I as a as a child, I didn't have the the comprehension to be able to take it out into the world and explain it to someone. Mm. I'm like it's like football, but n- not in any way, shape, or form. You don't use your feet; You use your hands. And like back in back in those days, the the shoulder pads were up here, and the yeah. helmets were like this, and they just looked like like tanks running down the field and. You know, it was in the in the days where teams were just taking souls when they were running people over and stuff. You know, there were no... It was almost like there were no rules at all. It was just, stop that guy however you want. <laughs> so it was like, it's carnage, but I can't look away. So at that stage, I, I didn't have... The ability to take it out into the world and explain to my friends that I played football with or I went to like you know, beavers, scouts, whatever, that I was watching this thing because I was also very much focused on if I just sit here and be quiet, I can watch the TV while these guys don't notice I'm watching the TV, so yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, so then. To jump back in years later and be like... I used to really enjoy sitting and watching it... And I had all these... Like I "I had all these... Pictures and posters and all this... To then be like... Oh, you can get it on the TV here... And you can watch it here if you want to stay up really late... That was the point where I was like... I'm the only person in the whole wide country... Right now is watching it... And I used to like... Be on Facebook with like... Friends I had in America who would be like, obviously watching it as well. Like, oh, you know, oh, I can't believe you're watching it in the UK. What time is it there? It's like it's th- three. It's like, it hasn't started yet. Like, I know. You're not <laughs> at work tomorrow, are you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that went on for a few years, and then all of a sudden, just realising that I wasn't the only person. Purely <laughs> by accident, by going to work the next day and being like, I was. What I was watching this thing. You wouldn't understand. It's called the Super Bowl sound cool, and they were like, yeah, I watched it as well, like, the no, the super, super Bowl, you know, the American, yeah, I understand what it was, I watched it as well, really, and then that was when it just, like, there was this kind of, like, explosion, and as we know now, you know, getting into, like, fantasy leagues and doing that side of things, doing podcasts, so, you know, even back mm-hmm. then podcasts were in their infancy. So the thought, even the thought of doing NFL podcast or even anything podcast related was just a completely foreign concept.
1: Yeah.
0: Fast forward to now and it's obviously a different story. <laughs> so there we go. A little insight into, um, sort of both of our, uh, our history with other sports outside of Formula One. So, another question that I've asked the other two, which I'm going to ask you. You're You're sitting at home one day, this is how I imagine it, you're sitting at home one day and you go, I've got an amazing idea. I'm going to take everything I know about Formula One and I'm going to make that knowledge available to the rest of the world for free. How did you go from being Formula One's number one fan to Formula One's best podcast trifecta yeah triple
1: yeah, I triple, yeah, yeah, tr- triple. Yeah, I mean that sounds wrong oh, on, no that's something level.
0: else <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah go on how did you go from fan to podcast host
1: it was really strange so just after Covid we went on a holiday with our friends to Menorca hmm. uh, and it was around that time where Holidaying was still a bit taboo. Like, oh, you're going on holiday and COVID's a thing. Like, how? How, how could you? you? Yeah, how could you? So there wasn't many people in the hotel, and I think one day me and my friend Mike, we found like an American football and was chucking it about and had lads do. We just can't sit still. And then there was this old couple next to us on the sunbeds, and then this mother and daughter, and we was just talking football. Like, American football, then Formula One. And I remember it was the the old couple, the lady said to my wife, she was like, God, he does know his stuff about a lot of things. Like, does he watch it all? And she was like, yeah, yeah, he he watches it, you know, all. And I remember the the daughter and the mum were their Formula One fans and was talking about that. And this old couple just sat listening going, God, like, I I can't believe, you know, you're talking about it like you are and in depth. And we've got a mutual friend who I'll call you know I like to call Ned Flanders as he's my next door neighbour, um, and he's got two kids. I'm, I'm just sitting for now there Rod and Todd.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, mm, mm, yeah. Um, and I just I remember him obviously saying about you and your podcasts, and I just thought, well, wonder we if Andy's interested in a Formula One podcast, and it just snowballed from there and. Like you say, I kind of, I flirted it with Stu and then he got me in touch with you and we we chewed the fat as it were. But yeah, it all started by literally going on a holiday and a few people saying, basically, God, he can talk about a subject. You know, like this, this mother and daughter were like mad in Formula One and I just sat for hours talking to him about it. And I just thought, Andy does a podcast. Why don't I just do this and see if anyone will actually listen?
0: So, a story I've been saving because um, you were like, "I wonder if I'm interested in a Formula One podcast." Uh, the Straight to the Apex podcast was not the first attempt at getting a Formula One podcast. So, way back, way back in the days, I'd done like a what are the what are the big things we can hit in. People's interests, like if somebody had come to me, I the joke I always make is if someone came to me and was like, oh, I'm really into crochet, um, you don't suppose there's a, 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 any any room for a crochet podcast, dear? I'd be like, let's give it a try, let's give it a whirl, let's you know. And and I've said before, we've we've had podcasts that have had runs, some of those runs have been amazing runs, and then those podcasts have just stopped for whatever reason. There are, yeah. um, Some of our podcasts that have had like big numbers aren't aren't a thing anymore. Um, so you know, if you go back to the very beginning, people that you see week in, week out, a lot of those people were there first few episodes. Mm. I think, I think me and Paul one day went back to see how far back. It was before Paul appeared. And I think it's the second episode. And I always say to him, you're ingrained into the DNA of the podcast. So, one of the biggest reasons that I started all of this was because I spent a lot of time with a lot of people that had a lot of knowledge about a lot of subjects. Uh. You know, I've got a guy here who absolutely loves computer games. I've got a guy here who loves movies. I've got a guy here who loves football. I've got a guy here that loves... Wrestling, I've got a guy here that loves whatever it was. So I'm like, bring it, bring all these people, and let's do a football podcast. Oh, absolutely, I'd love to do a football podcast. Cool. Right, next, wrestling. It's a big market. You know, we've got a guy here that not only absolutely loves it, has extensive knowledge about it, and he also ties into this person who also has the knowledge about it. And we've got all these people that have got all this knowledge. It's a no brainer Let's do it mm. So this was like This went on for a while I, I tried to convince a friend of mine That a golf podcast would absolutely be a thing And a cricket podcast would absolutely be a thing And I, I had I had some friends um, Who were mad on Formula One And I was like "You, Formula One's a big sport It's a big subject It's a big mm. whatever Um Let's take your love and enjoyment and knowledge and turn it into a podcast. And I just couldn't convince these people to make that jump. Right? You know, it was always like nobody wants to hear from us, nobody wants to. Do and as it was, those people went through like life. Changing sort of, sort of things, and it was, and that was the end of that. And it was like, okay, you know, it would have been nice, obviously. You know, like, like say, I'm like a I'm trying to catch the all the po- podcast Pokemon, I'm trying to catch them all. Um, and then, as we know from the other side of the story, our mutual friend rocks up and is like, You don't have any interest in a Formula One podcast, do you? And I'm like, Uh, I absolutely do talk to me He's like I, i've got a friend he's got a, a group of guys who want to do a Formula on podcast and I was like yes and then as we know there was the conversation about well you know do do we have to go and do the podcast and our uh-huh. our friend from back from back east um was like i mean i wouldn't know where to start and i was like i've got limited knowledge and the answer was no they're going to try and do it themselves and I was like fantastic that sounds amazing and as we know at this point you know Straight to the Apex is one of my favourite podcasts and I love the fact that I get the opportunity to listen each week while simultaneously vetting it for any comments that might get people cancelled or fired Um. It, 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 it is that that backwards and forwards between like the James on the recording and the me on the text going better look next time, James. Not this week, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go then
1: because it'll get worse. No, because it, that it is the thing. Worse.
0: There is that thing where I'm like, any day now, I'm going to be like, uh, I just need. To, I said to him, I was like, there are times when I hear you go, this is the week, guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it this week. I'm gonna get cancelled, and I'm like. If I leave work at four, I can get back. I can pull the episodes down. I can re-edit them and re-upload them by. I should be able to do it. <laughs> like, oh
1: God, no. And then it's like, I mean, not today. <laughs> I re- I remember, like, say the conversations we had, and I was totally open for you to be part of it as much as you wanted. And I remember Stu saying, Andy doesn't." really want to but it will he will kind of run it for you if you want and I just thought to myself look let's try it, if it didn't work I mean you have enough on your plate with all the things you do um, let's just see and I, I was kind of thinking who I wanted on it and like I say me and James have always talked about Formula 1, Tony talks about it generally falls asleep in a race so doesn't really talk about it really Beth is the fan of Formula 1 not Tony and there was just, Tony was real apprehensive, like he was really nervous about doing it. James was like, "Yeah, let's give it a shot." And I, I just, I did. I want in my head, I had a, a vision of what I wanted it to be, and it's probably superseded everything I thought.
0: So I was gonna, I was gonna say, you know, how does the current format fit into your vision? But I kind of already suspected that you were gonna be like, it's so much bigger than than that vision. And you know, I always talk about. I originally I always wanted a podcast to be to have a super tight format and be super loose, which the two don't necessarily go together. You can't have a hey, let's just you know let's rap and and you know that kind of be cool with the kids and yeah. that whilst also following a format yet. You guys have proven that it's absolutely possible to say, we're going to start here, we're going to talk about this, 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 this and this, but we're also going to follow this very tight, very well organised, very sort of, you know, formatted.
1: Mm. It's it's hard work, Andy. It's hard work (laughs) some weeks, Jesus Christ. Honestly, you don't see some of the faces I pull off the camera. As my but, as
0: my old boss would say, it's like herding cats.
1: <laughs> exactly. But no, no I, kind of, I always wanted it to feel like that down the mate, uh, pub with your mates type vibe. But also, if I listen to a podcast or watch a programme, I want certain key bits of information. Like, you know, when I listen to you guys in the NFL, you get the scores, you get the results. When I listen to your football podcast, again, the scores, results, predictions, there's always that information format running through. And I think Stu was kind of, you know, he said, Andy likes predictions. He likes this. Right. OK, let's get that in. So we've got, we've kept elements of your other media on Cookie Cast and kind of put it in ours. But yeah, I, to be honest, I couldn't do it with two better guys and I hate praising them because they'll be big heads off this but I love it I really do and I can't believe none of the other two have said this but thank you to you for giving us the platform to do it honestly I listened to them both and I thought neither of them are thanks yet
0: it's it's one of those it's you know I know I'm, I, I often say, I don't know if I sound like I'm like a bit of a sucker at times, but I'm like, it's honestly one of those things. It's an honour to be able to put it out each week because I'm like, it outside of like some of my absolute favourite podcasts that are run by professional comedians, it is hands down the podcast that makes me laugh out loud the most. And the majority of the time I'm I'm listening to it, I'm in the office. So the number of times people have been like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, I, I'm listening to a podcast, it doesn't matter. And I was like, what podcast is it? It's like a Formula One podcast. And people are like, yeah, and it's that funny. I'm like, it really is. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, we will we will double back to the subject. But the, uh, the technological gods are informing me that unfortunately we have to take an ever so small break, just a tiny snippet for for the watchers, listeners and viewers Um, uh, for me and you it'll be ever so slightly longer but nobody needed to know that So uh, we will be back very shortly, two ticks
1: bye bye recording in progress
0: as always I have to sit and stare and wait for the blue line of doom to appear to tell me that I did the things right that I'm supposed to do and have done nearly a thousand times at this point. Um, we are back. Myself, Mark Wilkin here. To finish up our three part series on the Getting to Know You podcast. Um, some call it the Darkest Timeline After Dark. Some call it Darkest Timeline Special. Realistically it's an opportunity for us to get to know a little bit more about the the, uh, the Straight to the Apex guys. And uh, I was out there with my with my wrangling lasso, and I managed to snare a Tony early doors. James was like, "That podcast was good. Let me in." But Mark was hiding behind the sofa, and then he was like, <laughs> "Okay, okay, I'll I'll do it. Fine, you persuaded me. The big envelope of cash that you sent did help."
1: So uh, exactly, so, yeah. yeah, Christmas Brucey bonus. Thank
0: you very much. Exactly. Uh, And apparently yes You can send 92p in the post So uh, (laughs) Now then I wrote this question and I was like Is it unfair? Okay Because I had had a format And some questions were replaced And some questions were kept the same You'll see that already You'll see that from Tony's to James's From James's to this This is one of the questions I rewrote And I said is this Too much. So I'm going to give you kind of a multiple choice option to this one. Choose your own adventure, some might say. The question I wrote is this. What was the best Formula One moment in history? Now then, here's your options. You can have that question as is, or... What may be an easy way to answer the question is this. What was your best Formula One moment in history? The moment for you that if you, if somebody came along to you and said, you, you're really into Formula One. I've never watched a minute of it in my life. Nobody has ever told me about anything to do with it. What is Formula One? In one moment, tell me why I should watch. You would go, I know exactly what I'm going to tell
1: you about. It's this. I'm best? going to piss a lot of people off here oh, um,
0: <laughs> Those are the ones I like
1: So I think Up until this moment I'm going to say I think there was quite a few Individual races There was like probably a lot of um, like Sparring the rain There was a lot of crashes The coulthard Michael Schumacher incident I think the thing that really got me hooked Was Lewis Hamilton's first year Just watching a young kid from England come in and stick it to Fernando Alonso in exactly the same car. Um, That season, just from start to finish, how close he was to winning a title. And then going on to next year, that last race in Brazil where Timo Glock went wide. Lewis come through and got that position and Massa celebrating and all his family. That them two seasons were the season where I thought Oh I'm a fan now. Like just that's it, I'm hooked. I'm watching every race because yeah, that first season of Lewis Hamilton was absolutely amazing.
0: There's um I know that they've been steadily making a Formula One movie which I believe has got Chris Helms with
1: it. Possibly. Um no, so that was the first one. That was Rush. That was about Nicky Lauder and. Um, oh, of course, yeah. James Hunt. Yeah. But they, but
0: they are making one at the moment.
1: Yeah, it's Brad Pitt.
0: That was it. Yeah, yeah. The,
1: the I got
0: my it. very attractive leading men confused.
1: Easily done. Easily done. Um, Don't, let Brad yeah. Don't let
0: Brad Pitt. Don't like Brad Pitt. Say that.
1: No, no. Um, yeah, they are filming. Something they've not really said. Kind of what the storyline is. They've not really released many details about it. But yeah, Brad Pitt took his film crew and a fake team to quite a lot of races this year. Um, Lewis Hamilton is involved in it. Um, I mean, Lewis being Lewis, he'll probably be in it somewhere. Um, but yeah, yeah, the, the, uh, no one knows anything about it. But yeah, they've been filming it for quite a while actually, and then the writer strike happened, so that's probably prolonged mm-hmm. it a little bit more.
0: I've seen a lot of stuff that have now now that all the strikes are, are, are done with, I've seen a lot of stuff announcing their release dates to sort of capitalise on the back of the strike ending. Mm. But those release dates are like Coming soon in twenty twenty five And it's like What?
1: What are yeah, we gonna forget do? It, be- actually, yeah, forget what it. are
0: we gonna do between now and then? So yeah, and and stuff. There's stuff that was like in pre-production before the strike. So you're like, okay, so we'll, we'll, once we get back to work, then that's going to be a short, short thing. Yep, coming end December 2024. It's like, what? <laughs> so, I know a little bit about this personally, uh, but I don't want to spoil anything. Um, A subject that has come up with uh, Tony and with James uh, and and now is about to come up with you. Talk to me about your workout routine. Are you a cardio junkie? Are you a Thursday night football player? Are you playing rugby on the weekends? Are you putting the pads and helmet on and getting out there or on the gridiron? No, I'm, I'm
1: I'm way too small for that. Um, so, as Tony will say, apparently I'm the busiest man in the world. Um, so, I do, yeah, I, do, I, go, I play racquetball every week. Nice. Um, so, I tried squash, was terrible at it. Racquetball's a bit more manageable. Um, Five side football every week. Um, gym a couple of times a week. So, weights, just general weights. Um, and then run on a weekend at parkrun, as you will very well know
0: i am aware of the park run um, there's a, there's a story about a particular park run that um, i don't know has ever been mentioned um, but uh, you know you go you do your park run you, you get a you get a good time and you're like yeah i feel good for, I, get, I feel good for the week it set me up for my saturday to go and you know do do whatever debaucherous things that people do after a park run um and then some friends local not not too local but you know localish come, and they're like, we'll come and give and sample your park run, lovely stuff that's fantastic. come along, join us at our park run, and one of those particular friends la- laps you on the park. Run. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Fine.
0: Because when you go, can't believe you lapped me. Oh, did I? I didn't even see you. Oh,
1: cheers. For that. Che- yeah, I don't know if that's worse or better.
0: It felt a lot yeah. worse, I can tell you that much. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't from your heady <laughs> heights of getting a, getting a park run done in, you know, one extra lap more. So yeah. we've mentioned we've mentioned pandemic. We've mentioned workout. We've mentioned the difficulties of doing certain things during the pandemic. How did you manage through that time? Because a lot of those, or at least a, a good few of those sports, sound like they're dependent on other people. Five-a-side footballs dependent on businesses being open. I presume for yeah. for racquetball. Um, yeah, you can obviously you can still walk out your front door and go for a run, that was a, a big thing at the time, but park runs weren't a thing, so how did you cope through that time?
1: Well, I mean, even running wasn't allowed for a certain portion of that really, was it? You wasn't oh. allowed out. out. Um, to be honest, so at that time, I was furloughed as well, so oh, I wow. was I was furloughed for nearly six months. Um. And, yeah, I mean, it's kind of eye-opening listening to you, James and Tony, about mental health. I'm very lucky in the sense that I don't feel like I've ever suffered from it. I think in COVID, probably like everyone, were some of the loneliest, horriblest days. Because my wife was still at work. She's a dental nurse. She worked all the way through. She was doing night shifts as well, like up till 8 clock on the night because obviously they had to spread out the patient and answer the phones and and there were long days and Mm. like you say I mean I play tennis as well so all the things that I do to kind of take my mind off work I couldn't do and so what what I did do was shitty jobs that you put off painting the fence dragged that out over quite a couple of months (laughs) Um, designed a new kitchen because it's I'm a, uh, a AutoCAD designer, so I decided I'll design a new kitchen, which then grew into a Lego room extension nice. out the back of the house. That kept me busy, got me in trouble, but it kept me busy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was difficult. I must admit, like I, I've listened to you. I think you said it with James last week. Um, about running, I hate running, I hate mm. it, detest it, mm. absolutely detest it. Whoever says they love running needs a red testing, but when you've that moment you've finished, it's like nothing else. And I think that, like you said, you might hate it, but you're so busy thinking about hating it, you're not thinking of the crap day at work you've had, or oh, my car needs this, or so maybe that's why I've never suffered with mental health because. I like to compete, I mean I've played football since I was seven every week regardless, I started at 11 aside, went into 5 aside. Um and we play with a guy now who's in his mid 70s and he just inspires me every week to think, I'm 40 but he's 70 odd and he's still playing, he's still running rings around people I-, I can keep this going and I think football for me is my biggest thing I, I love playing football but running and everything else complements that. And I think, yeah, during COVID, it was it was tough. You know, it really was. And I won't yeah. say I suffered. Like I say, I'm not, I'm lucky. But there they were probably some of the hardest days, yeah, where everything I wanted to do, I couldn't. And I was sat at home alone. I mean, I went on my PlayStation a lot, but there's only a certain amount you can do, isn't there? And you think yeah. you're alone with your own thoughts.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I sort of I remember there was that point where the running joke was that people's dogs were hiding from them because the only the only thing you were allowed to do was take the dog for a walk. So people walking yeah. the dog six times a day, and the dogs riding behind the sofas because they're like, I can't go for another walk. I remember. Um, it feels a little sad at this point, but I remember um, we were the shielding or whatever when when you've been in contact with somebody who's had COVID. We yeah. we had that weird thing where like somebody in the house got COVID. So immediately you shut everything down. You can't go out. You can't go shopping. You can't do this. People would have to come and yeah. drop shopping off, etc. Um, etc. Cetera, et cetera. And we never got it. But as I, th- I think it was the last episode I did with James, I was saying like we were like dodging bullets like me, like Neo in the Matrix, and then right at the end we got it. Yeah. Um, but I remember a point in time where we were sheltering, and I was like. When everything shut, I was just hitting my stride with gym, running, working out, and all that. And they closed the gyms, and I had a bit of a um. And as as I've I think I've already mentioned, my good lady sort of cleared a space in what was our what was then our garage, and she was like, "You've got all the equipment. I've just put the equipment in that space." And I was just like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" And and I honestly look back now and think that that. Probably saved me in a lot of ways. Yeah. But from the running perspective, not being able to leave the house, I remember going in the back garden. Our back garden is not big. It's it's it's, it's not big. It's not big at all. And I just ran round in circles. And I was wow. like, I had like the 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 Strava on, and I'm like, right, it'll tell me when I've done the distance. So I just. Ran around the garden in circles, and there was points where, like, my neighbour would be like walking across the garden, and I could see him just like, <laughs> and I'm like, I've just got to get it, I've just got to get it, I've just got to get it, and I just went round and round and round, and then at some points it's like to go the other way, and, and just like, just to get something, mm. because that point of we were at a point where. You could go out of the house for exercise. You know, the point was, you can walk your dog, and you can go out for exercise because yeah. of that time of mental health being a big issue. Um So I was like, uh, I've got, I've got a, a gym set up, and I can go out and run. That's going to be me because I swore at the start I will not be that person the gets locked in the house and puts loads of weight on and i was hell bent on not putting back weight that i'd lost yeah so then to after shield at a point that we could finally go out and run i'm like i can't i've just got to do something so yeah one of the sadder moments in time was running around the garden Mm -hmm. just to try and get something Mm -hmm. something going
1: I mean that's um, more in than me. I definitely didn't run around with garden. I was like, oh, if I can't run, I can't run. Watch him.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you were a like, you know, anybody that says they enjoy running needs the red check, and I'm, I'm very much with you. But I can say this: um, me and a lot of work with, we've started running on a Saturday. Um, so I, I go and meet him, and he's like just sort of. Get, getting into it, you know, he's doing yeah. it and he's getting into it. So I was like, "Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we run together?" So we go and run, and every Saturday so far, when we get back, he checks his thing and it says, "That's your longest run." So for him, every time he gets home, he's like, "I have achieved my best." Yeah, and I'm like you did well, you didn't stop, you kept going, we really plugged away, you know, you've done well, you should be proud, get yourself a nice big breakfast, that sort of thing. And I go off off to climb, and I walk away from it like, you know, I feel like I've done a good run, and I've done something good for someone else, and I do all yeah. that, and that sort of thing. And then there was, <laughs> there was a Saturday where I'd left him, and I went to the climbing wall, and I got there, and I, I'd, I'd been really struggling with this particular route, and you were saying about being inspired, by like a, a you know an, an old an old boy that's still still doing it. there was a point I turned round and watched a guy climb up the route that I'd been struggling with, and he had one leg. And I went, "What am I complaining about?" And he came down and he wandered off, and I got straight up that wall. I was like, "If a man with one leg can do it, what is my excuse?" And I would just kept going to people. I was like, "If you ever question whether you can do something or not, I watched a man climb this with one leg." Yeah, and exactly. you, know, you know, you've got to find those inspirations in the world. But I felt like some some cosmic force had sent that man <laughs> to me. Like, come on!
1: <laughs> and I think that's the beauty of running. Like, obviously, me and Stew. And my partner, we do a lot of running, like 10Ks as well. I mean, we don't miss a parkrun run at all. And parkrun is for everybody. I, I know you said about being lapped, which, you know, isn't nice. But you look at everyone and you probably prejudge someone. They can't run. I'm faster than you are. Oh, I'm slower than you. And everyone is so different. And I think that's the beauty of park run and the 10Ks we do and longer runs. You can't judge anyone and everyone's there for a reason and like say you see old young just all there and to be fair when you're there you think freaking hell it is hard work you know and you've all achieved something it's yeah running's really strange like i never thought i'd run and then like say it was same place that i got into nfl at was they did whole 10k every year and i was like oh we're doing this running club on a Wednesday why don't you come not interested i should do this It'll help your football and your fitness. Go on then, I'll give it a go. And I hated every second of it, but I thought, do you know what? I can see benefits in other ways. And I just carried on with it.
0: Yeah, I was talking, lad I run with on a Saturday, I was telling him about sort of my running journey and and somebody had said, it was like, just do the couch to 5K. You'll start, and the first question they ask is, can you run to the end of the street? And if the answer's yes, then you can do couch to 5k where I was in my life I couldn't run to the end of the drive so to even comprehend excuse me doing a couch to 5k or 5k or anything like that I was like no and then the more people spoke to me and the more people were like just run for 30 seconds that's all you've got to do you've got to run for 30 seconds walk for a minute run for 30 seconds walk for a minute I was like I can do that but I still had that, I can't do 5K, but I can do that. And it was at a point when I was trying to turn my entire life around. So it was a bit like, I mean, I'll, I'll try, I'll give it a go. And, and, you know, you go out for that first run and it's 20 minutes of walking and 10 minutes of running over half an hour. And you're like, well, I did it. And then you do yeah. that three times in a week, and then next thing it's like, okay, well now I've got to do. I, I can't remember the combination. It's like do a minute of running and thirty seconds of walking. I think that's yeah. switcher. And I, I was saying to Lada, run where I was like, the Couch Five K has got one particular point where most people stop because the jump's too big. I was like, what you want is the the, the bigger jumps early on because you feel more capable. That way, when you start to ease into the back end of it, it's not as difficult as I... And then, basically, you you do your couch to 5K, you've done that first 5K, it's a huge achievement. But then the question is, what's next? Mm -hmm. And like you say, you know, to chalk off a 10K here, there and everywhere, and to... I know Stu travels all over the country to do as many as he can get his hands on. Yeah, um, yeah, which you know, every every time he sends through his results, and it's always a better time, and it's always you know, it, it's that thing of you've done well there, you're doing well, it's good time and all that. So you've got that camaraderie of you know, mm. well done sort of thing. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a weird beast.
1: It is I mean Stewilla told you he he went he thought we were nuts when we ran. Like he had no interest in it whatsoever. And now he runs probably well he does he runs more than me a week because he's he said, You're crazy, I'll never do a park run. He did his first park run, he was like, I'll never do a ten K did his first ten K and like you say now he's on about entering the Great North Run next year. Like, you know, it's just absolute and that's what running does to you. It's, mm. it's so, so strange and weirdly addictive. And I, I don't know if we're mentally insane or not, but yeah, it's uh, I think. Crazy.
0: I think there is a point where you hate every minute, you hate every step, you hate every moment of running. And then there's a day, where what you say instead of I hated every minute of that is you say I didn't hate it Mm, it's not I enjoyed it it's not I liked it it's not that was a great run we all know the run where you come back and you're like I I felt quick on that run we all know the run where you come back and it's like I dragged myself round that run and every run in between you know sometimes I went out this morning I set off a little too quick. I regretted it minutes later. I then had to sort of plod on for the next
1: two miles.
0: Like you're in it, you do it all the time. Why do you do it? What's wrong with you? So I just carry on, just get. Uh, and then towards the back end, I must have like balanced out because then I felt like I had a bit more. And you, know, you get back and you look, and it's like, you know, Saturday I got back from the run, and it's like I've got seven achievements today. I wonder what yeah. i got achievements. Things like that, those those little things that it's like, I didn't hate every minute of it. And I think when you can say that about running, for some for some ways, that's maybe the best you could hope for.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Like like you say, there's some runs that you go out and you think, I really don't want to do that. I really can't be asked, And you go out and you think, you know what? I, I, I felt good. Like you say, and then you, you look on your striver and you strive think, oh, oh, bang, bang, bang. Bloody hell, that was a good run. And like you say, it, it is the high and low of running. I mean, in no shape or form, and I am I a professional athlete and my time is going to affect me getting into the Olympics, but you almost get into that mindset of thinking like that, don't you? Because you just, I don't know, it's, it's really weird and hard to describe running. Because for you're non-runners, what? like you're an idiot.
0: You know the one that always gets me? The one when you get home from a run and you're like, that was just awful. That was the worst. That was terrible. Why did I get an achievement? Why (laughs) did I get an achievement? Personal best? Are you kidding me? That was the worst. You're like, just... Because you know when it breaks into sections, it's like, from here to here, you did your personal best. It's like, I was... Falling over in slow motion for that section. What are you on about? (laughs) Sorry, I think think this one's broken. Yeah. So, Straight to the Apex podcast has gone into its um, hibernation form, into its um, sleep mode, um, low power mode. um, But it will return... Obviously, it's going to come back bigger, stronger, faster. And I think, I think I'd intended to ask Tony this, and I never got to it. But I did ask James, and um, you know, we've talked about the super tight format. We've talked about the fact that it's just an absolute laugh riot. What's next for Straight to the Apex? More the same? Bigger, brighter, better things? Where do we go from here?
1: None of the episodes. Where James and Tony um, dress up in suits. Thank you very much. I don't want any of that. When the Queen died. Um,
0: Honestly, I'm thinking. Is it time for a uniform? Some <laughs> some nice printed polo shirts. Straight to the apex across here. Some hats.
1: It it'd be difficult because Tony Cap in his um, colours to a mast. He changes team every week, so it depends on. You know, so it'd get it maybe start with a a red one, and then it'll <laughs> go off into a blue one and an orange one, and you'd have to have every colour under, under the sun. Um, no, I I I would like to think pretty much the same. If I'm honest, I mean, I really enjoyed, like you said, about when you listen to us and, like, obviously, you know, you listen to yourself, like probably like me, and I think, oh, God, is that what I sound like? You know. I, I like listening to the ones where I'm not on. So, like, your favourite one is the week I wasn't there, where Tony went a bit off piece, and that's great. More of the same. I obviously,
0: obviously, that is a podcast I've brought up in the past. Um, It spoke, it spoke to me personally. It spoke to me on different levels than other podcasts for whatever reason. And it also helped that Tony was like. Oh, Andy does this podcast, and it may it may seem like a guy who's just running and raving about absolute nonsense. But in actual fact, it's this. And I was like, hey, you know, he, he actually gets what I'm doing week in, week out because I work on the principle that he's probably the only person. And it was it was that you know, it, like I say, it, it helped that he was like, by the way, this podcast is about this, and I'm like, yeah, ah, oh, somebody gets me. So <laughs> it did help. It you know, there was no, it. It wasn't ever going to be a situation where I was like, "Oh, that episode was real good," because because mm-hmm. Mark weren't there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it was. Yeah. It, it was just a a moment in time where I was like, I, it made me laugh. It made me a little bit emotional. It made me look at podcasting in a different way. It reignited that spark, that energy for me. That there are days when. I'm like, I've got three podcasts to code. I've got one that's got a bit of an issue that I need to sort out. I've got, as as I was talking to you about off air, um, I've got technical issues with an audio recording. I need to Google how to make a change to this. I've been sent... A, as as we know from from the past, I've been sent a file format that doesn't seem to be the same as the last one I was using. But I like that last one because it was real easy. You just plug it in and it works. And this one, this one doesn't want to play with anything I've got. So, and sometimes, like I, I love podcasts. It's just a thing. I love listening to them. I love. I love getting new episodes. Like I say, you know, straight to the apex, week in, week out, getting that new episode and being like, oh, I get to go and, you know, I'll listen to it on, on a dog walk or I'll listen to it at work or whatever. Um, I, I love podcasts and I love podcasting and that doesn't mean that there are days where you're like, oh God, I could do without having this much time and this many podcasts and can I move this here to relieve it there? And realising that if I get up early enough, I can set videos uploading while I'm going for a run before I go to work so that they're still there for that night makes a, a big difference, but it's a big help and stuff like that. Um, but listening to that kind of was that kind of reminder of this is why this is why we all do it we all do it for a yeah. reason each of us has a, our own d- independent reason for doing it and a lot of it was captured in in that
1: mm. I, and i think that's, that's the other thing why i don't want it to change in the sense that we do a round robin of hosting so with each like i didn't want to be the host every single week and then Them to like be my sidekicks. I I, and Tony was very against it first. He didn't want, he was really nervous, didn't want to lead one. And I think now he's coming to his element because we each have, like you say, that format, but you can take it where you want to go, you know. And don't get me wrong, he infuriates me. He really does infuriate me. But it goes, it's our personalities in that episode we're hosting. And I think that's. You know, that is magical, really.
0: When you'd made the decision from the start, from the very beginning, to do it in that way, I was like, there was the the half of me that wants every podcast to be perfect went, oh, oh, I don't, oh, I don't, I don't know if that, does that, I, does it work? Can you do, how will that work? And, and like the panic of, well, it'd be different. If, are they going to use different form How am I going to put that? How will I get that across? And realising I can just use one, you know, it's the three of you, no matter who's hosting, you are three people hosting a podcast. So I was like, okay. And then listening to, like you say, your individual personalities coming through in each of those individual episodes, I was like, it's a fresh new take on podcasting that works so well. I love the episodes where Tony's in charge because I can see that you go, I can take my foot off the gas ever so slightly and take the piss. And I'm like, this is going to be good. I like this. This is going to be good. I love it. And like, you know, James, James has got that kind of, he sits between you, between Tony, like a little bit of like the go-between where he's like, and he's hell-bent on getting cancelled, and, you know, you've got that aspect going on. And then when it's your week, it's like, oh, it's going to be real tight, Max, going to keep that that ship going right. And and it's just, it's such a great format, and I keep saying a great formula, that I'm like, I kind of knew when I brought that question forward of, what's next? There's that part of me was like, please say nothing, <laughs> please say nothing. I don't, you know, I'm like... Yeah, let's get some let's get some uniforms involved and and make that a thing. Fine, let's you know make make a a, a random quiz question once a week for for the listeners of yours. Fine. Saying, well, we've had this idea and we're gonna start doing it this way, and I'd be like, okay, yeah, is that is that really? So I was like, I'm asking because I want to know, you know what's next whilst at the same time hoping for more of the same because it's just it's super tight it's super fun it's super enjoyable Uh, from from my perspective oh
1: god thank you one i i
0: honestly cannot express it enough one of my favorite podcasts and i i listen to a couple of podcasts each week
1: i we really do appreciate it honestly it's because sometimes we think, fuck it, what are we going on about? Like, what are we talking Like, it just goes so far off. But, like you say, I, I quite like that. It's, it's never boring, and what I would not want it to be is become stale and boring. Yeah. And I think with them two on the podcast, there's not a chance in hell that'll happen. No. Especially Tony. So, you know, like I say, the, the kid infuriates me, but we do have a laugh, and I think that that, you know, like you guys, you know, with the NFL one and the football one and everything, you know, you've got to keep that. And you've got yeah. to keep when it when it becomes stale, then you've had it, you don't and you don't want to do it. That's when it's like, no, right, okay, yeah. but no. When the film
0: stops, stop,
1: stop. Exactly, exactly. Um,
0: so very much like Tony's and James's podcasts. The the technological gods are saying to me that it might be time to bring this one to a close, which I like because I didn't get through all my questions, which means oh, okay. you absolutely have to come back to answer my other questions. My other questions were like the best the best ones. Oh well, no. Um, so yes, from me to you, from me to your podcast, from me to your podcast listeners, I. I I'm I'm getting tired of listening to me saying um I'm I'm happy that you trusted me to put your podcast out into the world. I love listening to it when it when it's there to listen to. I look forward to it coming back. I look forward to producing more fantastic Four in One podcasts. Um thank you for joining me to do this special episode. I appreciate uh-huh. you taking the time out to come on. You are always welcome back, no matter what the podcast is, the door's always open. And I said to Tony and James, and I'm saying to you, um, there's more podcast here for us to do. I've still got more questions. I need I need answers to um, So yeah, let's do another one. It's been fun.
1: Definitely, yeah. No, I really appreciate it. Like, say thank you, and I'll be the one to say thanks for having us because without you, we could we could we couldn't have done it. I wouldn't have known where to start. And you know, you was fantastic at the start. You've you give us that platform to talk a load of shit, roughly, loosely, about Formula 1. Um, but it's, you know, it's it's fantastic, and like I say, I'm a listener to all your others, as we all are, so keep doing what you're doing.
0: Lovely stuff. Thank you very much, sir, and uh, I'm sure we will see you again very soon. Until Definitely. then, it's big bye-bye from me. Big
1: bye-bye. bye-bye
0: from him. See you later, buddy. Bye. there you go another one done big thank you to mark big thank you to all the straight to the apex guys tony james mark i appreciate everything you do in the podcast space i appreciate you as podcast brothers and uh big thank you from me to all of you for coming on and uh, doing these special episodes and i think we can all agree they were special episodes big thank you for watching big thank you for listening big thank you for being here uh, before you go please do uh, like share subscribe and comment leave reviews where you can leave reviews and uh, check out the website thecookiecast.com there we've got social media links and an email button that way you can get in touch with us what did you think to these episodes did you enjoy them do you want more of them I've been fishing for a few other guests maybe you want to be a guest let us know that's it for this one until next time i'm going to say bye and i'll see you then
1: thank you for listening thank you for listening to this awesome cookie cast